You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are back for another episode of Keith Price's Curtain Call, and I'm very, very excited. I get very excited because, again, as you guys know, that I love hanging out here at the Hangar Studios here in Midtown New York City, right in the middle of the theater district. And sometimes when you're lucky enough to be hanging out in the theater district, you just might run into some people that are doing theater. I think that's kind of groovy. And sometimes, even when you run into them doing theater, they are doing theater in one of the hottest shows right now on the Broadway. <laughs> this, is, this is the show. This is the show that everybody who loves them some theater is talking about. I'm talking about the show Dear Evan Hansen. And I happen to have one of the stars of the show here hanging out with me. Mr. Michael Park is here, the Emmy Award winning actor, Michael Park, who I found out has the same birthday as one of my best friends. Is that right? One of my best friends, Philippe. July Actually, 20th. July 20th. Really? Night, same date, same year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Except he was born in Pali. Oh, he's fancier. Than he's I much, fancier, much but, fancier. But he's not giving me silver daddy like you are right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. shade. Because I forgot to tell Michael Park, who I am lucky enough to have here on the curtain call with me, uh, <laughs> that he's talking to a big old queen. And so, <laughs> a big old queen who loves the theater and has l- just enjoyed some of his work that I I'm glad that I found out in the end that I've seen Mr. Park on stage and other things but a lot of you may know him from the world of the soap opera that's true you know I have to say I'm lucky I three 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 of these playbills I'm holding up some of his playbills because you know one of the things that I love to do is I love to shock an actor with their work as I think it was Rebecca Luger once said to me she's like it's my entire career (laughs) (laughs) Michael Park how are you doing sir I'm doing great Keith your voice is amazing oh stop it it really is and those are the good headphones he's the good (laughs) headphones I got the cheap ones but he's got the good ones How are you doing, sir? I'm doing really well. It was a little, it's a little chilly out there yes. right now, but um, everyone's holding York. up. I'm really I'm really proud of us, kind of in a way. Yeah. We, got nine, we have uh, 15 shows in a row. We're we're in the middle of it, so we have we're number 10 is tonight. Wow! And so we're feeling it a little bit, but we're we're just a big family. Well, over this there, so this we're show happy. we're talking about, dear Evan Hansen, yeah. um, has taken the world of theater this season by storm in such because it's one of the new musicals that truly is a new musical from top to bottom that is the truth and that alone is exciting Mm -hmm. but then you know you add the elements of this show you've got ben platt just giving it every night you know oh my gosh oh my god how is he doing it i don't know you got my rachel bay jones you know i love her beauty and jennifer laura thompson laura dreyfus mike feist will will we're celebrating um will roland and crystalline uh crystalline uh lloyd's Mm -hmm. uh broadway debuts that's right yes because they just recently opened Yes, we're very excited for them, and they're they're fantastic too. We're I'm surrounded by really great performances. What so. a great show to be involved in, you know? Because again, Dear Evan Hansen, like I said before, is an original piece, and it's interesting because I was having a conversation with my partner after we saw the show because I was lucky enough to get to go backstage to see someone who I think is like my friend. She's like totally friend in my head. 
We have a wonderful, friendly rapport, but I love her so much, Rachel Bay Jones. <sighs> and we were backstage, and Mr. Park happened to be greeting some of his visitors in the blue room that they have the there. The blue room, that's right. Um, and it was really very exciting because we were talking about the show, my partner and I, and what we found is that there were parts of the show that were, you know, because we are of a certain age, there were levels of it that didn't necessarily, it's not that it didn't resonate, but mm-hmm. there was that part of me that was just kind of like, I've been, you know, I'm right. old enough to have lived that. But what I loved was watching people in the audience, like the the generation that this really does speak to. Man, they're like a hot mess after that show. I, I you know, we don't have the benefit of of hearing any of that or seeing any of that. I'm sure Thank Ben because the I'm sniffling sh- would be annoying. <laughs> I'm sure Ben. I'm sure Ben does when the house lights kind of come yes. up towards the end. Um, but yeah, I, I must I must say that. I kind of categorize or compartmentalize that part of my life mm-hmm. because uh, being a, a performer basically since I was 10 years old, you know, in community theater gigs and, and my mother dressing me up as, uh, for Halloween, dressing me up as the Wicked Witch of the West oh, and wow. making me sing I Feel Pretty and winning every, you know, costume <laughs> contest I could enter. <laughs> my wife loves that story, by the way. <laughs> Was it, the went, mere fact oh, that boy. you lived through that and can I mean, say, I, I have a wife, is I've really been, funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, ignorance is bliss, Keith. So I, but I, I you know, having having dealt with uh, you know, my fair share of ridicule and, you know, and, and, and having a high tenor voice when I was a kid mm-hmm. and singing tomorrow at, at uh <laughs> to talent shows and stuff I'm like sorry. that. I'm sorry. I know I, I was don't getting mean to laugh at you. I'm sorry. Listen, I had a I had a mother who who I was you know living vicariously a bit through me, and it was great. And she wasn't you know she wasn't a stage mom. She she was there to support. My parents were so supportive of of this, and um, yeah, I, I I had to deal with all of that. So oh. I guess I compartmentalized that in a way, and I forgot how much I was picked on. And because uh, I guess your voice was too high for, I guess, Rose, oh, for I Rose's guess. turn, right? But all of that, all of those, all of those that that wonderful support I got from my parents really gave me the confidence to to do this, yeah. and I, I I was able to to turn off the noise and 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 live in this world of support and love. Well, that's great because yeah. again, you know the the you know, I was just having a conversation just recently. I'm talking with Michael Park here from the wonderfully. It's just it's been like a little bit of a nice little revelation for the new season, uh, dear Evan Hansen, um, and it's interesting because I was talking to this other artist before Ben Remelauer, and we we were talking about growing up and and already being in a place of being different mm-hmm. and knowing that we were different and having to deal with being different, and in the same way that's kind of the same thing for you because it's. In a way, I'm in in a way. It was it was it was weird. I could I couldn't label myself anything, really, yeah. Keith, because I was playing little league baseball and playing um, Frank A. Baker football, and when I was in uh, junior high and everything, and so I, I was my my brother kind of followed in my father's mm-hmm. footsteps, who was a you know a, a huge I think he was an athletic star in my hometown of Canandaigua, New York, and and my my brother was a three letter. Uh, varsity <laughs> phenom too, and basketball and baseball and 
and soccer. And so I, I, I kind of played, I love playing all those sports, but at the same time, there's nothing like it. There's being, nothing like being alphabet. Being, <laughs> being in chorus and being the president of chorus in, wow. in high school and, and dealing with all of you know those wow. personalities. How and, hard was that to, to really be able to own at that age? I guess in upstate New York, it was, it was almost like a, a normal thing. A lot of the sports stars were also in chorus. Hmm. So it was... It was an odd situation. And then hearing all of these kind of horror stories of people being picked on and ridiculed for, for their talents, really, yeah. is just something that I just, I can't fathom. That's but it was, it was so odd. We lived in such a little beautiful bubble in, yeah. Canada, in upstate New York. So wait, so it's Canada? Canandaigua, the chosen Dagua. place. Oh. It's where the Iroquois believe cre- creation began. Oh, yes. fon, 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 fon. I, yeah. I kept thinking when now I was I'm the name, I was like, is that like Canada? Like, are you close to nope. Canada? No, we're on a finger lake. I oh. like to say we're the middle finger, Keith, <laughs> of the finger lakes. And that's not true because there's eight of them. <laughs> but I like saying it. <laughs> we grew up on a lake, you know, and one in one, two Times of the year you could go you could go water skiing mm-hmm. in the day and then at night go snow skiing at Bristol Mountain. I mean it was just wow. one of those really weird places to live. Yeah. So so having that as your natural environment mm-hmm. makes the idea of you being an athlete and basically, you know, I, a young alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> It, it doesn't seem crazy. It, it doesn't seem nothing was really crazy. Nothing That's was out fantastic. of the ordinary, you know? That's actually Utopic, almost to some degree, for some people. In a way, yeah. I, I you know, because as, as long as you can shut off the noise. Yeah. How much therapy you probably could have saved me if I'd gone there. Right. I mean, of course, they would have to make me play sports, but still, <laughs> I would have been in it. I would have. Committed. You wouldn't have had to really, because we were surrounded by some great community theaters, uh, Rochester and Brighton, and those, in, uh, those incredible towns. Uh, one of my my favorite places to hang out was Blackfriars Theater in Rochester, and that. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. Changed my life. What, how old were you when you started to get more involved with the community theater as an as feeling like yourself as an actor versus Mama's, you know, young? Yeah, I was always Mama's young so and so. I was always that though, uh, because I always wanted to. I always wanted to make them proud. So there was that. Okay, outside of that, <laughs> <laughs> me being wishy washy all the time. <laughs> Uh, it was it was as soon as I graduated college. As soon as I graduated, uh, I I was cast at the JCC's uh, uh, production of of Funny Thing Happened Way to the Form uh-huh. as Hero, and I kind of got a I loved it. I was able to work for the family business, which was a construction company, mm-hmm. during the day, and then and then head off to Rochester and and do your rehearsals at night. And, and do work for free. Basically, wow. and then one gig kind of led to the other, and I was doing this. This uh, I was doing. I did chess and Into the Woods, and an evening of Andrew Lloyd Webber's at at Blackfriars, and that kind of gave me that gave me the bug a little bit. Wow! So yeah, you were, you were getting getting the kind of education that people pay lots of money to get. Sometimes. I guess I was again completely uh, ignorant of all of, of everything that was happening around me. I didn't know. Wow! I, it was a wonderful place to be, and it wasn't until it wasn't until I we we kind of realized uh, that this family in Rochester was kind of branching out to New York. Sometimes, um, 
and and coming back and then going back to New York to audition and I was thinking oh that's really cool for them and then I was invited to audition for um, the New Place Festival at Jiva at Jiva wow. in Rochester which is uh, obviously a regional yeah. theater and every once in a while they they take on a non-ec and I didn't even know what that was at the time to tell you the truth <laughs> totally totally <laughs> ignorant and uh, wow. there I was auditioning for Anthony Zerby and oh I landed. God. Uh, two roles in in uh, repa- uh, uh-huh. and, and repertoire for for a new plays festival and and starring Josh Brolin. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's so stupid to even say. It's like, it's so, so stupid. What, you, to, what you're basically telling me is is that somehow you just fell into your career. <laughs> totally did, and I I say that everywhere I go is that it's it's wonderful to talk about. And when I when I talk to students and I and I and I go to Anybody who asks uh, me about it, I'll just say, just, just keep, just keep going at it. Because clearly, you just, uh, you just never know. But do you think, to some degree, and it's funny as as we're putting it all together, like it's very clear that you have a career mm-hmm. in the world of arts, which is one a very rare, a rarefied moment that you're performing, you're working. You certainly have had some really great great moments especially when you you know for someone like me i'm i did not grow up watching as the world turns mm-hmm. but i did i was all my children fan so i came out of that period my my you know my mother was one of those her stories and the stuff. so like i understand what that world must have been like and so for you to go into that world um to, as a stage you know because you clearly came from the stage into that world how was the discipline to maintain that because it's working in television, especially in daytime television. Was it's it's like a play a day. I remember Susan Lucci used to always say that. It, re- it really is. It is. I I I like to say that, and I've said this a, a bunch of times too. That um, <clears throat> excuse me. That uh, I studied more when I was on the soap than I did in high school and college. That's just the truth. Because I'm studying, you know, fifteen to sometimes forty pages a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are, I mean, I think the hardest job in, in uh, all of uh, sh- show business. I, like I said the wrong soap, didn't I? Yeah, no, you said as a world turns. Yeah, you said it. You said as well. I feel like as I was thinking, I was like, what you said, you said all my, lives. You said, no, you didn't. That's all right. I would have corrected you. <laughs> I have a feeling you would have. <laughs> no, um, but I, we studied a lot, and I had a, an amazing scene partner, too, in Moore West, and... Um, she just she made me a better actor too. Her choices were always dead on, and mm-hmm. and I could always go to her and or uh, a gentleman by the name who's no longer with us, Benjamin Hendrickson, and and always ask advice. Uh, who was in the first class of Juilliard, by the way? So I wow. yeah coveted his advice, wow. and um, and I, uh, I I I had a that was a great training ground as well. And I know that's kind of taboo to say that, but at the same time, you had Larry Brigman on the show, Kathleen Widows. We had um, my good friend Martha Byrne. I mean, we had some really great Liz Hubbard, some amazing actors mm-hmm. on that show, New York actors. And so, um, who, who else? Jeez, uh, oh, Scott Holmes, who mm-hmm. was in The Rink with Liza Minnelli and played Che on Broadway. So, I mean, it was wow. just I I I. I just was bathing in these in these mm-hmm. people's careers and uh, and loved being around them and I learned so much from them and so it, in that environment working as fast as we were working mm-hmm. with the amount of work we were working with it just you don't have time to think or react or be self-loathing you just have to get in there do your job get out 
You know, wow. that's basically every day. It. Every day. Well, you know, when you're in a heavy storyline, yeah, every day. Wow. And then, of course, now two Emmys, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, two Emmys. Like, you're so shy. Don't be shy. Come on. It's just, you know, Larry Brigman says, you know, an Emmy and 250 will get you on the subway. (laughs) It's the truth. Yeah, but if you hold the Emmy just right. Well, you you can can stab somebody with it. And then you can (laughs) And take the Metro card. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe if you can just show it to the ticket booth lady, she'll let you in. But, I mean, that's a big accomplishment, though, because, again, not that you do any of this clearly for the accolades, because... You know, there are lots of days that there will not be an Emmy, there will not be a Tony. That's true. Um, but I really think, though, that it's wonderful to be recognized like that. But it's, I think it's better to be doing the work, don't you think? That's that's exactly the truth. I, I, I say yes to a lot of things just to keep myself going and working and as soon as i you know there's uh, complacency is no no place i really want to be and so i i i do i say yes to a lot of readings and for the longest time i thought i was the reading killer but i mean it's just it didn't really matter because you know it wouldn't go any further we get to a workshop and it's like yeah we're gonna, gonna cast somebody else it's okay we're done but it no i so i nice really to meet you <laughs> It was. It's just really great to be to be saying other people's words, to to jump in another role and to stay active, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that um, I'm 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 most proud about is that um, is that I was I, I was able to keep I was able to stay working, and uh, and the soap helped that out a lot because that was 13 years of my life, and you know three kids later, wow, you know you you just do what you can. That's amazing, though. But I, I know from watching your, you know, reading a little bit about you and reading some of the, the your timeline is that you always allowed yourself, even when you were on TV, to stay connected to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great thing. I think they, bre- they, they, they feed each other yeah. in a really odd way. And I don't know why. Your brain, because the soap opera is all about short-term memory, right? And right. then, you know, and the, and the rehearsal process is about moving very, very quickly. You, right. you, you get a script. You're rehearsing it that morning for an hour. You get on set. Maybe you'll camera block and go right to tape. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, you try to get out there as, uh, out of there as fast as you can. It's about right. speed. It's about, you know, uh, minimalizing cost, right? Yeah. And with the theater, it's a long the, it's a long process. It's a long rehearsal process. It's about long-term memory and making the same choices or attempting the same choices every night and and yet keeping it fresh so there's a balance there and because uh, you have to stay within the confines and this this box that the sh- the show or your arc is in as soon as you leave that that uh, that quote unquote box right. then that will that might screw up someone else's arc so you've got i mean it's 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 a bit of a juggling it sounds like there's a lot of a uh, a lot more um cog work that needs to happen you know in order for the soap opera energy to flow right business-wise whereas you know at least with like you say doing a play getting the time to do the run there's a six-week rehearsal period if you're lucky yeah so where you can flush out everything you need to flush and out about preview a preview period where you're able to to futz around in front of an audience and then and then you know the 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 brilliant creative team we have now michael gripe <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, let's talk geez. about Dear Evan Hansen. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff in your 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 canon right now that, of course, we can look at some of the physical things. But you know, doing a show like Dear Evan Hansen is, um, I guess, it's like an actor's 
dream moment. It kind like, of is. You know? It kind of is. What a what a wonderful place to be. Yeah. In such great hands and with a cast that is just so talented and you just want to raise your game to their level all every night. Um, watching Jennifer Laura Thompson kind of Mm-hmm. implode every night as, as <laughs> Cynthia is just, I don't know how she does it I don't know where it's coming from but she is she's something else and then Laura Dreyfus's, his arc is really cool she gets mm-hmm. to play so many different facets and mm-hmm. um, and then watching of course watching Ben now I I, I bring up those f- three people because it seems like I'm on stage with those with three the, people the most right. so I get to see um, um, their their story every night and um, I'm so inspired by them. <clears throat> now how much do you relate to your character? Because I mean your character's a father, so yeah. that's the easy one. But like that. but what you that father has to endure is the last thing that you would ever want to endure with your own kids. Well, so how do you balance that every day? It's like do you go home and hug your kids as soon as you get home? <laughs> to preface all of this, I must <laughs> say that today is and I don't want to bring the conversation down, but today <laughs> Is the anniversary that I think the thirty second anniversary of my sister's passing and watching she she passed away of leukemia when she was fourteen mm. in eighty four so dealing with um dealing and I was talking to my mother today and I said, how were you able to do that and still have sunshine coming out of you? You radiated our lot I mean you just you were you were a part of us. I can't even articulate it really. I'm having trouble because I'm getting emotional oh. talking about it. No. But I mean, it's just, I, you, you. She was an incredible, she is an incredible person, my mother. And to deal with the, the passing of a, of a daughter and still continue to support and and push the other the other kids to to uh, to be the greatest we could possibly be while dealing with her own loss and dealing with my my father who is ornery at at best <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and he handled himself he I saw a different side of my dad during all of that mm-hmm. and the way he handled the uh, the the situation and was again I don't want to you know keep yeah. saying support I, I I really can't articulate uh, the the feeling we all went through during that time but we had my my cousins and my aunts and uncles they're like surrogate parents and sisters and brothers but uh, we had a, it was a huge support system that they had there but I can't even fathom losing a child yeah. cannot but every time I have a tough time. Acting, I mean, being playing the role of mm-hmm. of Larry Murphy, I I kind of channel my my dad, and it gets me to the place I I wow. need to be. And my dad is no longer with us, and that that's kind of sad too. And so it's, I told you I was bringing the show down. <laughs> We're having such a good time, and then I started flubbing my lines, and I don't know what's happening. No, but this this is good though. I mean, I because I, I I was offering I, as I was watching that and then reading your bio and thinking about seeing when I'd seen the show, like I I thought about that. It's like, what is that like for someone who does have kids? Because yeah, you know, my you partner know, and I was there, and it's like you know, I remember my partner had a um, his son at one point had had a, a act like a, a incident 
And it was like medical. And at one point, you know, they had to call the EMS and they had to do all that other stuff. And there was a point where my partner looked at, at his son on the floor, you know, not being able to move and do anything and having that moment of realizing that this could be that moment. Right. You know, and the kid is like seven. At the time, it was like 16, 17, you know. And I, ca- I can't even I can't even begin to think to pull that in to pull that in so i can only imagine what that must be like to go through that every night well you know again <clears throat> and i give credit to ben and and laura and jennifer uh when we have to deal with those harder situations mm-hmm. that the the four of us are, are such a unit on that stage and so it makes it I, I, sometimes it's something it'll be something that laura does that triggers me or something that uh jennifer does or definitely what ben does most of the time and so you have you have this the system in place that Michael Greif so perfectly directed and so I mean, we 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 are we are a, a machine kind of in that. a way that uh wow. I think it's I think it's a wonderful wonderful <laughs> expression and again you know Michael Park is currently having this wonderful time which I think I mean this is just a personal prediction Michael, this is nothing based on anything but my own assessment of the things that I have seen so far this season. And I I hope to see that there's going to be a few nominations that will be happening for this show. And it'd be nice to see one of them kind of go to you. <laughs> I, I know, I know, well, I'm I know. What? I can't even articulate how my parents felt. You can't. I'm gonna. No, no, I'm knocking on wood. No, I think that. Uh, listen, it it has been. The de- the uh, we sat around the table and we read this mm-hmm. this this play for the first time in front of the creatives and it was astonishing to say the least. It was a stunning piece of work, and we all shut that that play and we looked at each other, <laughs> and we shut the script and we looked at each other and and we were all bawling at the same time. I mean, we were just it was a feeling that you don't normally get when you when you read a script and we all kind of realized it was a very special piece yeah. and I'm just very fortunate and very grateful that I had taken the trip with it to DC mm-hmm. and unfortunately I wasn't in the second stage and the, the, the great John Dossett was there to, to take my place mm-hmm. and um, and then they, personal John that's, you know that it's the biz no no he's he's John Dossett's just fine he's just good he's good oh believe me <laughs> He's just fine, but he's. Uh, I learned a lot from watching him. Actually, I was mm-hmm. at the opening at Second Stage, and I learned a, so much from watching him. It was very informative because he brought like a there. different take on that. Yeah, but the the, the uh, it, it was kind of great. It was to to watch him and his take on the show uh, showed showed me a, a few little showed me how. The, a different tact to take. Right. So I, I was, again, very grateful that, that he was there. Very cool. For that. That's great. God. Yeah. Michael Park, man, this is really, this is great for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, no, because, again, I love talking to people that get to do what you get to do every night. Mm-hmm. It shows a week. And then, you know, beyond that, having had the career of things that you've had, you know, where do you keep your Emmys, by the way? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just all up in your business now. <laughs> they are. I'm glad you're breaking me out of this. 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 <laughs> the melancholy action that I'm in right now. Um, and bring it back no, to the superficiality. Thank you. Where yeah. It why not? 
Uh, they're on, they're on, of course, they're on the mantle over a fireplace. My wife insists on keeping them there, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of fun for people when they come over and oh. they take pictures. I figured you're like, you'd have you're more like, than welcome to come over. Uh, well, I, yes, you see. <laughs> But I want to see, like, does she have, like, lights shining right down no, on them? Is it focused? Or is it just... <laughs> I'm I'm putting the Emmys up here just so that you could see them, but we don't really care. I'm get, but, yeah, I, they're in the music room, so there's a, there's a piano, and my mm. wife's a music therapist, and so... What I do is is completely fake, and 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 what she does is real life stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and um, she's actually helping trying people. helping people and healing people and, and making people. You feel know what, Michael? Music. You do that too. I understand. It's different. But I you understand. Do it too. I understand that. But boy, I just she, she's really an amazing person. But she have we have all these. Um, we have all these, you know, instruments and stuff lying around, and it's a quote unquote game room too. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Emmys are there. Let's see know. Just see them hanging out. It's <laughs> right over there. <laughs> you know, we don't really like to cause too much attention to the <laughs> Emmys. You know, it's so funny. I had a friend of mine that went to this uh, actor's house who has an Oscar. He's an Oscar nominee. Oh, wow. I'll tell you who he is afterwards because I don't want to be known as the gossip. Right. But he, he told me, he said that when they went to his apartment, like literally the the elevators open up to like the foyer or whatever the place is oh. and in it he has his Oscar in a case boom. right in the center so as soon as the doors open up boom there's the Oscar yeah. you see so you know where you are when you're F. at his Murray house. brings it with him to the theater <laughs> so everyone can see it we did three penny opera and there's F Murray with his Oscar bringing it to the to the theater but Just, how awesome is that yeah. i mean it's uh, it looks like it's hammered in a couple nails too i mean it's just yeah. It's, you know, we could all we becomes. could all take our cue from F. Marie Abraham. I love it. I love it. But you know what? You know, we'll see. I don't. I don't. I'm not counting anything out. It's not May yet. The things haven't come. But these things you're showing me. Okay, you're showing me little me. But then uh-huh. you're also showing me the playbill uh, with Daniel Radcliffe on it. Oh, from that's right. Because he did. I was the coolest dad in the world because I did a show with Harry Daniel Potter. Radcliffe. Shut up. I really was, and it was it was kind of exciting when the kids came to. Uh, when uh, Dan- I, Daniel, you know, obviously it was around Thanksgiving time, and I had asked him, "Where, are you, where are you going for Thanksgiving?" And I said, "I have no plans." I said, "You can always come to my house." Yeah, I'd love that. That sounds great. Shut that sounds great. Up and please tell very, me you didn't tell the kids. It was a very special Thanksgiving. Damn. With, with Daniel Radcliffe. When Daniel Radcliffe, Kudish was there too, and oh, his wife. Oh, more Kudish. Yeah. That crazy guy, I love him. We all had a wonderful, wonderful time. We played football out in the yard. Daniel, Daniel takes Radcliffe. Daniel takes a dive, mud from his ankles to his shoulder. Wow! Coming in, and wow! It was. Could you imagine? As like, the question is, how many phone calls did they make to their friends to tell them? <laughs> I don't know. That? They were so young. When was that? That was 2011. Yeah. So, I think Christopher was what 15. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, that made ele- that made uh, Kathleen eleven, and Annabelle was only like, or Kathleen twelve, and Annabelle was only seven or eight years old. Where is your scar? <laughs> <laughs> That's so hot. that was a really cool moment in the park house. Wow! Yeah, of course. No invitation for Keith, but that's another story. No. Whatever. <laughs> You're more Whatever. than welcome. Every year. Every it. year. And we'll talk about less maudlin things. Of course not. We'll, we have to talk about it all. That's the beauty of this kind of thing. We get to go the whole gamut. 
But that was a wonderful thing too, because right after the uh, right after the show closed, right after uh, As the World Turns kind of shut its doors mm-hmm. in 2010, I kind of wanted my my I wanted to get theater back uh, in a place where I could where it was doable for me, mm-hmm. and um, I did a I, I had done a couple of. Uh, uh, Off Broadway gigs, and there was Rob Ashford to kind of pick me up oh. right after the show closed, and hires me to to play Mr. Brat. And so, and and then later on, Katnahatin Roof, Gooper, and Katnahatin Roof, and then those two live mm-hmm. uh, gigs. That's right, because you did a Peter Pan and, line and uh, Sound of Sound music. of Music. We were talking about those. Thanks to two. Rob Ashford. Wow, I know. Oh it's, man, it's just great, and that's why relationships, Keith. Now we have one. Oh. Relationships are very, very important in this world, sir. It's the truth. Michael Park, you better stop it. You had me at hello <laughs> that day in the blue room. You had me at hello when you actually spoke because we were with Rachel Bay Jones. I'm just gonna yeah. a quick story, and you introduced yourself to us, and then it was just like that's when I took the time because I had spoken to your publicist. Actually, she. She tweeted me during the show when I told her that I was at the show. Right. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you need to talk to him. And I was like, yeah. well, of course I'll talk to him. Lisa and Goldberg, she's something she's else, She's the too. bomb. She really Love her, is. too. Man, but, you know, this is, a, this is a wonderful time for you. And I'm glad that even in this short little wave that I've got to experience a little of that, too. And hopefully those people that are listening, you guys out there, that you make the effort that if you're planning on coming to New York, I'm going to tell you now that if you haven't already made plans to come to New York and got your Dear Evan Hansen tickets then, it's going to be a little bit tough for you when you get here. I'm just I, saying. You know, it's, it, it is interesting. I've never been in a show in, uh, that was in such demand. So um, I'm as, as blessed as I am to be a part of it. I almost feel bad that uh, it's going to be hard to get tickets. Yeah. And they're going to be astronomical after a, after, yeah. after a bit, I think. Oh, well. Well, Pity. it's just... <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, the show is so important, and you want to reach the right people, people, and you want the right people to come see this, and the well, people who are hurting, and the people that feel like they're well, you not know being heard. The beautiful part is, is that one of the things that I have lived for and lived with my whole life, especially once I started to becoming so much more connected to the theater, is mm-hmm. that those cast recordings are the things that will save those people's lives. So, um, the powers that are being that are listening, um, <laughs> I. I, I urge you, we, we, we saw the song that y'all released. I'm just saying, thank you for that. But we need to have a little bit more. And again, that is what I think is going to be the, the piece that, for those who can't make it to New York City. Well, we finished the recording. It should be out in February. Fabulous. Yeah. See? So there. We're so just hang, t- if you're out there and you're listening and you're feeling whatever that is that you're feeling, hang on. Because <laughs> yeah. it's coming. It's coming. And again, Michael Park. Man, thanks, man. So oh, thank perfect. you. This is great. Thank you. Shout out. So go, come to New York. See Dear Evan Hansen. Please do. If you can. And, you know, go back. There's a couple yeah. of cast recordings you might actually hear Mr. Park on if you dig deep, Tuck Everlasting, which I have, by the way. Oh. Got a bootleg. Shh, don't tell me about <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Little Me. That. Little Me Little is me. one of my favorite cast you did recordings. That. Wasn't Christine Petty in that? With the, Christine Petty was in that. Christine Petty. Yes. There's a funny Macaulay. story about that, too, though. I mean, are we out of time? I don't even know. Well, my next guest is here already. Oh, all right. have to tape. But you know what? We still got time. <laughs> I did a strip tease in uh, in, <laughs> what? in Little Me. Wow. I did a little strip tease for Faith Prince, and I oh remember I was, oh boy, I remember I had the t- the bow tie off, my shirt was open, and I was kind of like 
fluttering it back and forth mm-hmm. as I'm doing these huge steps around the, the curtain of the stage. Just big. Mm-hmm. Huge. I don't even know what they're called because I'm not a dancer. But boom, <laughs> boom, boom. And I fall right on my butt. And I just slid right across the stage. <laughs> I get up right back in step. Boom, boom, boom. And I was mortified. After the show, of course, it was a it was a pretty fancy show too with Martin Short. So all of his friends were there, and there's Kevin Costner comes up right comes right up to me and says, "Man, that was brave." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, humility is a good thing, Keith. Oh, I try to be that way every day, <laughs> every day, Michael. Well. Thank you so much no, for having thank me. You. I really appreciate kidding? it. You, I'm telling you, anytime you come back, you can we can come back and talk anything. No, I want to have my panel where I have like all of my boy Broadway because you have now moved into my official Broadway boyfriend list. Oh, thank so you. I, you know, I have to update that regularly. <laughs> hey, Mark Kudish was on it for a minute. Oh, great, he was. I haven't seen him. I would love to hang out with with the. You and Kudish? Kudish. Oh my God. The Kudish. That would be fun. He's a mess. I love him. Uh, I, I wouldn't get a word in edgewise. He, and, you know, he's, <laughs> and he, when he talks, he likes to talk. He's a good talker. Oh God, and we I love, love him so much. He's a great guy. So much. And so are you. Thank you so, so much, Keith. Thank I you so much that. for hanging out and happy holidays. Too. All right. Thank you. And we are going to be back, but make sure get your dear Evan Hansen on, kids. Whatever you can find online, find it, take it, and enjoy it because it is. It is a, a little bit of a heartbreaker, but boy, it's like how you feel after you've, you've had that chance to kind of break open. It's good. So we love it. We love it. Thank you so much. And we'll be back. <laughs> 